Hello, Joe McDowell here and welcome to the Disruptive Leaders podcast. So I'd first of all like to say a big thank you to everybody who responded to my Next Gen Leader survey. It was super insightful in terms of the feedback that I've got and I'm going to be using that feedback for the next few podcasts just to help individuals to understand how to um, get out of their own way, get unstuck and hopefully uh, be more successful in what they're doing. So, so today's podcast is all about the fear of failure. I don't know if you've ever been scared to try something new or, you know, you've you've not done something because you were scared it might not work out, whether that be a new job, a new project. It might have been, I don't know, you were speaking in front of a crowd and you didn't want to fail. You didn't want to, you didn't want to make a mistake. And you know, all you want to do is kind of prove you can do it and smash it out the park and be word perfect or get a standing ovation. But it's sometimes quite tricky to overcome the fear of failure because, you know, fear of failure is, it, it's a its a feeling, right? It's its um, its a tangible feeling. I don't know, maybe you've, you know, got sweaty palms when you've been, um, you know, a little bit um, scared. You're standing up in front of people maybe or, um, or you've got a big interview ahead of you. Um, you know, you can feel your heart maybe pounding a little bit faster or, you know, your brow starts to, to, to get a little bit sweaty and and so what I thought I'd do today is just share with you some um, some tips, some tricks, some hacks to help you to understand what fear of failure actually is, what causes the fear potentially, and then also to start to put in place some conditions. So when you recognize it, you can continue to step forward into it um, and, and learn how to manage failure or fear of failure rather a little bit better because, you know, nobody is immune to this, right? Everybody has... Um, that that fear, that that wanting to to do a good job, you know, it might be that, you know, we've got maybe unrealistic expectations. Um, I, I know I have. I've got very high expectations of myself. So, um, so sometimes I I feel um failure fear of failure quite a lot because I'm like, okay, I, I want to achieve X, and I'm like, God, that's audacious, Joe. Um, you know, it might be that you 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 don't understand what it what it takes to succeed. So it might be that you you're thinking about it and you 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 believe you can do it, but actually the the road to success may be a little bit longer than you thought. It might be a little bit more bumpy. Um, or if you're like me, you might be um, a perfectionist. So you might have, you know, fear of failing quite a lot because you want it to be right and you want it to look good in front of in front of everyone. And, you know, you don't want to look foolish or you don't want to mess up. You, you don't want to make mistakes. So you have that fear inside you. And so it's important to understand, you know, exactly what is fear? What is a fear of failure? Because it's really clever. Our brains are exceptionally clever. Um, and fear actually starts in the amygdala. Um, there's like a little threat response that that kind of triggers a stress response, which then leads to your, your sweaty palms. It leads to your, you know, your heart beating a little bit faster. Um, but there's also other areas of your brain that are actually involved in, um, in the fear, uh, the feeling of fear itself. So you've got your hippocampus, you've got your prefrontal cortex, which then help your little amygdala to interpret the perceived threat. So there's a lot of reactions going on in your body. You know, fear of failure isn't just a, you know, something to be, you know, to be sniffed at and, you know, just, you know, people say maybe you can ignore it. It's an actual, it's a physical biochemical response as well as an emotional response. And, you know, it's, it's designed to alert us to a, 
a potential threat, right? It's designed, our brains are designed to, you know, keep us safe and to prevent us from harm. You know, many, many moons ago, you know, we, you know, when there were saber-toothed tigers and hairy mammoths wandering about, you know, the, you know, the, the, the links inside your brain, the, the little neurons inside your brains are firing because, you know, our brains are designed amongst other things to, to keep us safe. So these responses have been firing for millennia. They've been firing for ages, sending us warning signals to to help us protect our bodies um, and so that we can we can live longer. So, you know, when 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 you look at the fear of failure, when understanding actually fear is a real and palpable thing and it can be can be quite debilitating at times, you know, it's um it's not something that, you know, can be sniffed at. But when we understand what fear is, you know, it, it is a biochemical response, it is an emotional response. When we understand how the brain works and and what it's trying to do, then what we're able to do is then start to hack the brain so that we can help our bodies to get past that fear. We we help our, our bodies to understand um, that, you know, fear of failure is normal. Um, you know, fear is normal. When, when we, when we think about fear of failure, you know, it's, it's about understanding. So what are we, what are we fearing? You know, cause, cause failure is, um, is part of, of everyday life, right? You know, everybody makes mistakes. We're human. Um, you know, nobody is, is perfect. If you think of even, you know, even some of the luminaries in our, in, in history, um, you know, Bill Gates, um, he dropped out of Harvard and, you know, he's not doing too badly now, is he? I think it took Abraham Lincoln about eight times to get into office. Um, so whilst uh, people are, are maybe having a fear of failure, understanding that, you know, getting through that fear of failure and, and understanding that, you know, it's it's part of success is super important to actually paving the way slowly but surely um, to achieving whatever you want to achieve. Because, you know, the, here's the thing, there's, there, there's nothing more sure way to fail, is there, than they're never actually trying. So I, I, I remember when I was, um, I went to Dubai. I uh, wanted to learn how to speak, and so I, I went to, I went to Dubai, and there was, um, there was ten of us for a week. Um, who wanted to go and uh, we wanted to learn to speak, and it was, you know, it was a big room. There was, it was like a panel of judges and like the X Factor. Um, you know, kind of peering at you. Um, and I don't know if you if you've ever wanted to do something so bad that you've put yourself in an uncomfortable position. But um, this is kind of my strategy that, that I do often um, to kind of help me to you know feel feel the fear and do it anyway. So you know, in this big room, and you know, you you kind of just had to get on with it. You know, everybody was at different levels and I'd never spoken, you know, on, on, on a stage before. Um, so it was one of those very uncomfortable feelings. I, you know, I did have the sweaty palms. I was, you know, super nervous. Um, you know, it kept me up for the majority of the evening before, uh, the night before, thinking, oh my God, what am I, what are you doing, Joe? <laughs> um, you know, and so, you know, throughout the week you had to like, you know, learn a, a technique and then you had to get up and you had to, you know, repeat the technique. Having no, you know, having no experience, you just had to get up and try. You just had to get up and do and then get the feedback from, from the judges. And, you know, throughout throughout the week, uh, you were getting various feedback. And I remember at one point during the week, 
the guy who was running it, Andy, he's like, he's you know, quite short guy. He's, you know, about 50 years of age, kind of, you know, gray hair, big smile, big eyes, big smile. Um, and I, I was up and he was, he and another lady, Cheryl, were, were, were on the panel of judges judging me. Um, and I remember getting up and I remember delivering um, part of my, part of my talk using some of these techniques. <laughs> and he turned around at the end and went, what's with a weird voice? you just got like a really weird high pitched voice. I just can't, you know, just can't focus on what you're, what you're actually doing. And I was absolutely mortified. But, but then I realized that, okay, it's, this isn't personal. He's, he's sharing with me kind of what he's doing. And, you know, I kind of went back to the, you know, went back to the room that night and I was thinking, oh God, you know, I've got a, I've got a weird high pitched voice. And, you know, trying not to take it personally. And then I realized I was like, you know, this is what I'm here for. This is what, this is what I've, you know, I've, I've paid my money to, you know, get um, experts to help me to understand how to do this better. You know, I don't know if you ever, you know, not only put yourself in an uncomfortable position, but actually got people to critique you um, to get their feedback because they're better than you. And so, I, you know, I had to have a word with myself and I was like, right, Joe, you know, this, this is good feedback, it, you know, ne never take it personally. And so on the final day, we were kind of selected and we had to do like a, an hour's presentation without any slides just using the tools just using the techniques um you know taking on board all of the critiques that everybody have been um, and have been given um and over the week you've been building the confidence you've been trying new things you've been failing um to do things well you've been watching what other people were doing and seeing that you know um they were making mistakes too you know, and I was on last, uh, you know, I'd waited all day and I was, I was on about half three in the afternoon. So I'd have to watch everybody else. I waited till last day, you know, um, and then, and then I got up there and I delivered my, my hours worth of, of, of presentation without any slides. Was it perfect? Absolutely not. Um, did I make mistakes? Yes. Did I forget things? Yes. Um, but the feedback I got at the end was, was great. It was, you know, that, that I wasn't perfect and that I had missed some things. But actually, that feeling of actually doing it, that feeling of actually getting up and falling down and getting up and falling down again, taught me a lot about how important it is to, to kind of fear failure, to make, make those uh, small steps um, to make some mistakes, um, and how quickly that that can get us to, um, to, or to get me to, to, to where I wanted to be. Cause you know, I think there's a, like a 10,000 hour rule to become an expert. So if we, if we fear failure, then we have a potential that we may never even start because we are scared that we may fall down in front of others. We may look stupid and, and so that can stop some people from from ever moving forward, and and that's a real shame. So there's a couple of things that we can do to um, get out of our own way, to um, to understand that that fear is normal, that we you know nobody wants to fail, nobody wants to make mistakes. But if we want something bad enough, then we've got to push through. And and so there's a couple of things that we can do to um, to actually help ourselves to recognize um, and, and push through. And the first thing is, you know, try and remember a time when when you failed in the past, you know, um, try and find the benefits in, in the past failures because often we learn 
from our failures, um, we learn more from failure than we do often from success. So if we can remember a time when we've failed in the past and and what that gave us, then that can sometimes help us to realize that actually, you know, failure is part of life and you have failed before um, and look where it got you, um, look what you learned, um, look what you, you wouldn't do again. So that's the first thing, um, try and find the benefits in past failures. You know, the second thing I was to say is, is, is try and redefine um, the fear of failure. Um, try and try not to look at it as, as failure itself. Try and look at it as investigating possibilities. Try and look at it as learning which ways work and which ways don't work. Try and look at it as, as a game so that you can ultimately get to where you want to be quicker. Um, third thing I'd say is, you know, try and get out of your head, you know, write it down, write down all the things that could possibly go wrong and then try and figure out what you could do to actually prevent them from going wrong. And if they do go wrong, figure out what you can do to, to get back up, what you could do to repair it. Um, but as well as writing down all the, all the worst things, cause our brains often go to, you know, the negative before the positive also write down what the cost of inaction is. You know, write down, you know, what, what, what's, what could happen if I don't do this? You know, will I still be in the same place? Because by looking at the cost of inaction, it can often um, make it clear as to, to why we're trying to embark on some big, hairy, audacious goals. So there are just a couple of things that I, that I would suggest in terms of find the benefits from your past failures. You know, worst case scenarios, write them down, redefine uh, what failure is. Um, you know, because ultimately the, the fear of failure is, 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 you know, not something which should stop us. We should, you know, have a tribe around us that, you know, can lift us up and recognize that, you know, when, when we fail, it means that we're trying. And if we don't, if we don't try and we don't fail, then, then we'll never be going out of our, our comfort zones. And, and we may potentially um, be in the same place, uh, you know, this time next year. Um, and 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 if 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 you want that, then then great. But um, if you want to try and achieve more, and and you're scared of doing that for for a variety of reasons, then understanding that you know that feeling is normal. You know, trying to do something about it. Um, you know, you should be proud and excited that that you you know you the fear of failure. It does mean that we care, but it also means we're pushing ourselves. It also means that you know we're we're trying and we're striving for something. We want to grow. We want to learn. We 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 don't want to we don't want to stay in the same place. You know, um, you know, things are new and exciting and, and scary and, um, and we don't want to look foolish and we don't want to make mistakes. But but who wants to stay stuck and who wants to stay in the, in the same place? So hopefully that's that's just a couple of tips that may help you to reframe the fear of failure um, to encourage you to feel that that fear and um, potentially worry less about you know what others may think what's outside of your control potentially worry about what's only inside your control and remember to learn because because life should be fun and learning and growing is part of life as is as is making mistakes so the sooner we can we can get ourselves comfortable with the uncomfortable the sooner we can we can start to to drive forward to success so hopefully that's been views um you guys stay safe stay awesome and i will catch up with you soon on the next podcast take it easy